Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. We're beginning another part. I believe it's part number five of being a spiritual disciple, a student of him. And learning about him and you and all that's required to grow and learn. Mm -hmm. We want to thank Pixabay for this wonderful motion video. And to Zoom Pro where I'm recording. We want to thank YouTube for putting this up. Now you know I do not use a green screen. So my hair does strange things. My hands can disappear. My background will come through. It is just easy for me to sit down, find a virtual background, and record. So please forgive me. I have checked it out on my big screen TV. It looks pretty clear. I have checked it out to see if you can read all the scriptures. If you can on a regular laptop, it's a little fuzzier, but on a big screen TV, it's not. I'm not sure what it would look like on your phone, because that's pretty little. But if you can't see me clearly, close your eyes. Just listen to the words. I do podcast these out to audio podcast shows, so you can get them there. And you can find each one of those on the front page of the website on the left-hand side. And that website's address is www.agapeloveishere.org. So let's begin. I want to introduce to you something I took in the jails. Let me get it for you. When you would become born again, you'd look like this. A beautiful, beautiful face or lamp. But then when you start learning and the Holy Spirit starts working with you, I want to show you what you look like. You become lighted up. That's the Holy Spirit in our spirit. Lights the way it shines out through our spirit. I would take this into the jail to all the women. Mm -hmm. And they love this example because we are visual creatures. We need to see. It's sort of like you have a light bulb. And when the switch is off, it's there, but it gets no light. Can be the beautiful, beautiful chandelier, but no light. It's only when it's lighted does it give off light for others to see and for it to show its beauty. Doesn't matter if it's sunlight or gas or just a candle. Light must come through for us to see. So I just wanted to show that to you. All right. I want to show you something else I would take into the jails and even into those that were in rescue programs. And I would teach it. It was a treasure chest. I decorated it up. I was going to use it for a prayer chest, but I found a better use for it. I would take it in and say, this is like you, the spirit you. It's filled with the Holy Spirit. Inside, you must open it up. Mm -hmm. This is also like Jesus, the dirt body. And inside of Jesus is the Christ. And inside the Holy Spirit are things for you to find. And let me show you what some of them are. You'd have a light. 
the light of the word, the Holy Spirit speaking to us, shining to our spirit would be in there. Truth and light would come. Knowledge and wisdom would come from the Holy Spirit inside the dirt body of Christ Jesus. We'd be developing the very mind of Christ to be a light to others in this dark world out here. We would have a little vase of anointing oil that's poured on us when it's needed, filled with the gifts of the Can you see it there? Filled with the gifts of the Spirit, the oil of gladness and joy. It would pour itself on us from the Holy Spirit to help us do spiritual ministry. We would have the memories of the crucified Christ and his sacrifice that he did for us with the crown of thorns. His vision and his love for us would be in us. And we would remember his life that he gave for us. And we would be reminded through the Holy Spirit in our spirit of this sacrifice. And most importantly, what would come out would be the crown. The crown of the kingdom of heaven is in the Holy Spirit. And when we are first born again, we get a little crown. We're called a prince, Mm -hmm. an heir. But when you get mature like Pastor Deborah, you become a king and you get crowned. You're not a male or a female, but a ruler, a reigner, a manager, a shepherd. And all of that comes in the Holy Spirit. And he is here right now today to help us to become all that our father desires us to be. I would take that crown into the jails, pass it around, let the women put it on their heads. They loved it. They wanted to be feeling like a queen, a king. And they couldn't. Their earthly lives were not so. But I was working with the spirit. Teaching them spiritual truths. Just like we're learning here. And this word of knowledge. This teaching. This part of spiritual discipleship. And this is number five. So welcome all of you here in the garden. Welcome. Let's open up the treasure chest. And see what's inside. Let us peer into the words that are hidden from our earthly sight. Let's go into the realm of the spirit. And that's what this motion video is from Pixabay. It helps us to go deep into the realm of the spirit. To see the possibilities and all that's out there for us to reach for. To go into the stars to find that's available to us freely. All paid for by that young man, Christ Jesus. So let's begin first in prayer. And as we welcome everybody here to the garden, even though I'm physically in my living room, we welcome all from wherever you come from, every culture, religion, no religion, every age, every sex. Because here in the garden, we're all little ones. Mm -hmm. Look around you. See the love in the eyes of the animals, the living creatures. Feel the very presence of God himself. This is his garden of his pleasure and delight. And you've been invited to come. So welcome. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're with us today. That you will teach us treasures out of your treasure chest. That you've taken us somewhere over the rainbow for sure. 
This is not on planet Earth. No, it's not. Thank you, Father, for loving our forever person. That you want it to grow and learn. And that you desire new ones every single minute of every single day. Father, thank you for being with us, helping us, providing your spiritual teacher, the Holy Spirit. And his anointing through Pastor Deborah to help us. Thank you, Father, for all you do. Because we can't grow without you feeding us your truths, your knowledge, your light. Help us to become students, disciples of your word. Help us to learn and grow so we will not be ashamed in front of you. Help us to pass our test and to restudy what we fail. Help us to learn every way you can through every way that's possible. Father, be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. Give all those that desire a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual experience. Help them to come out of their cocoon of the soul with the lust of its eyes, the lust of its flesh, and the pride of life. Help it to come out into the far galaxies where all things are possible with you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We're going to pick up in what we as a spiritual disciple, a child, should be learning. Number 10, learning elementary things of God. Yeah, there's elementary, there's advanced, and there's graduate things. I still have a lot of learning to do, even though I'm at the graduate level. There's always things to be learning and knowing about the word, about my enemy, Satan, and his kingdom of darkness, and you, and how to be a strong warrior, special forces soldier, how to speak words of counsel and wisdom to others, how to run nations, how to help people come out of the darkness, always learning. But there are some basic elementary things that you must first learn about God and you. Number 11, learning how to be a mature, a perfect child of God. And when you get there, you're called a son because it's the son that's the heir. But you're not a male sex. You're non-gendered. But in God's mind, all humanity is his firstborn son. You're not a servant, but you do serve him. You are a steward of his power, his authority, his riches and glory in the realm of the spirit and on earth. Did you know I was just asked by some intelligent agents who I was? I told him I'm an alien. I'm not from here. My dirt body is an American, but the real me. I'm an alien. I'm from another kingdom. And I got more power and authority than they do. And I know more than they know. Because they're only working with natural resources. But most of them move in the spirit also. And they've been serving Satan. They've been wondering what I am doing. We got a major war down here right now. And they know something's different. Mm -hmm. So they asked me who I was. Where was I from? I said, I'm from the kingdom of heaven. I'm an alien. And I have soldiers around me. I have angels. And I have a legion of angels at my beck and call. 
So they got to go explore Pastor Deborah a little bit more. That just happened last night. First, I thought I was imagining it. But I got connected to this intelligent agent out on social media. They'd been hearing some things, seeing some things that they couldn't understand. And they finally found the source of it. So they came asking who I was. So I had to explain them. My dirt is from America, this world. But the real me, I'm an alien from another place. A spiritual kingdom, the third heaven. And I serve the king. That's the same thing Christ Jesus said to Pontius Pilate when he was being talked to. Asked, who are you? Your people say you're a king of Israel. He goes, I was born to testify to that. And Pilate started looking at him. Where are you from? I'm from above. Boy, that'll mess you up when you you talk to people that way. So these intelligent agents from all over the world were asking who I was. Is that a good thing? Yes, I wasn't afraid because I knew they were being drawn by God because God was going to reach them and touch them. So they, too, would become a child of God and then become a student and a disciple of the word of God themselves. So number 11 says learning how to be a mature, a perfect child of God, one who now is seen as a son, the heir of the kingdom of heaven, a God himself. You wait till you start thinking you're a God. The mental health world would say, you're crazy. You need some medication. But we're told we are gods. Who's the word of God is given to. We're not a servant, not a slave, but a steward. Over his things that he has created, both in the realm of the spirit and on earth. We are the legal ruler of all of these things, the works of his hand we have dominion we're to have that with authority management stewardship over all living things on earth not over people but if we do we're to be like a mama a shepherd watching over you helping you to grow and learn and you're going to make a lot of mistakes Mm-hmm. and over the face of the earth but not over man. But you got to learn about these things. Number 12, learning to be a disciple, a student, a follower of Christ, not of Jesus. That's the dirt part, but of Christ, the son of the living God, the very mind and heart of God himself inside the dirt body. Mm -hmm. And we are to become disciples of Christ. But most people are stuck with Jesus. They just stuck at the door. They won't go in. They call it a beautiful door. They won't go into the Christ. They stay outside. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's all about, no, it's not. It's Christ. We're not told to have the mind of Jesus. We're told to have the mind of Christ. We're told that Christ was the son of the living God. Christ is the spiritual part that's inside the dirt body. And Jesus, we were even told that a child would be born, Jesus, but a son was given. Christ is the son, the heir. 
you have to study or else you get stuck on the dirt. Mm -hmm. Number 13, learning who the Holy Spirit is. I just found a book I wrote years ago about the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to start a new series about the Holy Spirit. He is so important. He lives inside Pastor Deborah. He's my teacher and comforter, prayer partner, most trusted prayer partner. Carries the anointing oil, all the spiritual gifts that I'll need to do spiritual ministry. We have to study him. We have to study the gifts that he gives and the fruit of his life. Number 14, learning how to fight the good fight of faith. What? We got to fight? Yes. How? You have to study. Sometimes it's self-talk. The King David would talk to himself when his soul would be so depressed. He'd go, why are you so downcast and depressed today, Saul? Let's go up to the Lord. Let's go up to his throne room. Let's go up and give him praise and thanksgiving. A lot of inner work must be done to your soul. Your soul has the parts, the memories, and is connected to your biological body. Mm-hmm. And that soul does not easily give up its rulership over the body, its thoughts. It wants to keep living just the way it is. We have to learn about fighting. A spiritual war. Through faith, with faith. What is faith? See, you got to learn. Take each word. Break them out. Go to the Webster's Dictionary, the Strong's Concordance. Ask God to teach you what one word means, fight. What does it mean to stand and fight the good fight of faith? That's what all of our discipleship is about. I go slow. Mamas go slow with babies. We repeat. When you're in kindergarten, it's repetition, repetition. It's visual. It's hearing. It's handwriting. It's scribbling. It's storytelling. It's books. It's movies. It's cartoons. It's games. You're learning, learning from every source. Music. You're watching, learning, listening. We have to learn how to stand in the power and strength of the Lord. How to run to his high tower. What's his high tower? How do I run spiritually? How to abide under his wings. God has wings? Is he a bird? No, he shows us sort of when a chicken wants to help her little babies. Come under my wings. I'll put you under there and protect you. He can't quite explain it to the soul, what we're talking about. So he gives us examples, Aesop's fables, fairy tales, poems, artwork, movies, science fiction, fantasy movies, children's stories. He worked through Walt Disney a lot. All the cartoons, they help us because we're all spiritual children. And we need help. Our soul must be transformed. But first, it's a child, a baby. That's why we all love cartoons, children's stories. But there are hidden messages, hidden spiritual messages in all of them. And we have to learn how to wear the full armor of God to go to war. What's that? Study each one. We have to also learn how to wrestle against not 
flesh and blood, but against our real spiritual enemies. What do you mean? Going to war in the flesh? It's not. No, that doesn't do anything. The real battles in the spirit. We have to learn about principalities. Against powers we'll be fighting. Against the rulers of the darkness, of the ignorance of this world, the natural world, the world of the soul, and even the world of the spirit. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. And of course, against Satan himself. Lots to learn. But at first, babies don't fight. They're protected by their mamas and their papas. Mm -hmm. That's the shepherd's job. To protect you, little one. Till you can grow and become a shepherd yourself. A mighty warrior that can fight and protect others. Number 16. We're to be seeking the wisdom from above. As to be as wise as a serpent. What does that mean? We have to study. So you will not be ignorant in the wiles of the devil. You have to study what wiles are, tricks, deceptions, bewitch. What's a devil? How does he use a serpent? It's all out here, but you have to study. Sometimes you'll just take that and you'll study each word. You might study it for months. You might write them out. Watch movies. God, teach me through a movie. Show me what you're trying to help me with. Pastor Deborah does that. I see it in all movies. I could take any children's book and see the hidden spiritual message that's there. Number 17, learning how to fellowship with the Lord. Some gods don't want you to fellowship. Just obey or die. You work through the prophet. I ain't going to talk to you myself. What does fellowship mean? What does the word Lord mean? These are all words you must understand. And in your discipleship, you must study. I try to tell pastors, go slow. Take each word. Go slow again. Repeat. Repeat it again. Watch it again. Write it out. Have them. You can learn it through repetition of speaking it. Doesn't mean you're a doer of it. Doesn't mean you understand it. You can go into a trance. I watch people say rock back and forth, quote and script, rock back and forth. They're putting their head in a trance. That's all. Mm -hmm. Won't do any good. Number 16, learning how to go through the Lord's test of your faith. So that you can be refined as pure gold from the fire. Have you ever seen gold being refined? They heat it up. Then they scrape off the drought. What does that mean? The Lord's test does that. Do you get put in fire? Pastor Deborah's been there. Well, all I got, I got to get rid of stuff that's not of God. It does not line up with the mind of Christ. That does not fit into the kingdom of heaven and its laws of righteousness. 
And I have to ask to be cleansed from that. Take it out of me. Because I didn't want anything in me. No thought. No concept. No idea. No traditions of men. No cultural things. Not family. Not children. Not husband. Not sex. Nothing. That was not of the kingdom of heaven. And it took time. Little by little. Layer by layer. I went through God's test. I was refined in the furnace and the fires of affliction, chest attacks, being almost killed many times. So the gold could come forth from that fire. Number 19, learning to walk in the wilderness without God's presence and to be tested and tried and humbled. For the Lord's work. I'll tell you how that works. One day, many years ago, I was cutting the grass. And I just praying while I'm cutting the grass. I go to the throne room in the spirit. He's not there. He's not on the throne. I looked everywhere for him. Silence. Nobody was there. For three days. Nothing. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know I was in a test. But I was. He was trying to find out. What was important to me, the anointing he had put on me to do ministry, the ministry he had given me in the realm of the spirit to be a spiritual mother. Was that important? Or was it just him? So he's like a rich man who owns everything. He doesn't know if you love him because he's going to bless you with goodies, blessings, or if you love him for just him. I was tested to see, did I want him or the ministry, him or the anointing, him or the gifts of the spirit? And I decided I didn't care about anything. I wanted him. I didn't. I was going to heaven. And if nothing ever happened in my life, I never helped anybody. I moved in no power. I would be satisfied. Just him and him alone. Not seeking blessings or support, nothing, just him. And when I passed the test, there he was. Each of us will get that test. Mm -hmm. It was hard. I was lonely without him. So you will be tried for why do you want a relationship with him? Once you learn he's got a lot of blessings and goodies, Is that why you want him? Is that why you want him in your life? Why you pray to him? For money, food, help. He's going to test you. And I want to end it right here with this one. This is a hard one. He wants to be your father. And he wants to bless you. But some people, they just want to be in a relationship to get the blessings. Get the money, the anointing, the popularity to be all about them. That's not what he wants. He wants you to want him, to love him, to allow him to work through you. And you to sit on the back burner for him to speak through your life and get the glory. Now he'll work with you. These were hard tests I had to take. And you either pass or fail. 
So as you're learning to be a student, a disciple, a workman, approved, not ashamed of the work you do. This is one of them that you will have to take. Father, be about your work now and the lies that you have brought here to the garden. Help them to want you and you alone, not your blessings, not your anointing, not your gifts, not any power or authority, just you. To be in a relationship as a child. To be loved and to love you without any strings attached, without seeking anything but your love. Father, help us. As you teach us, there's so much to learn. Help us through your Holy Spirit that we may grow and learn and become what you truly desire for us to be. A mature spiritual king of the kingdom of heaven, worthy of helping you and your work here on earth. Father, help us to stay close to you, to draw strength from you, and to be about your business of loving you as your child. Father, if there's any here that desire that, to be your child today, let it happen. Begin the cleaning up and the transforming, giving them a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision that they can be free of their soul's control the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life be about your work father these are your children you brought here move through the intelligent agencies through the armies and the soldiers and the navy move father it's only you can do here on earth Shine out your victory of the cross, your righteous judgment on the evil wickedness of Satan. Be about your work, Father, for it is you, agape love, that loves us and is working for us to reach us and help us. Father, thank you through your son's sacrifice on the cross. For you and him to have us. Help us to accept him as the divine Christ. The son of the living God. Not just a prophet, a teacher, a man. But the Christ. The anointed king of the kingdom of heaven. Help us, Father, all you can. We can't do it without you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you in the next one. My dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. And we'll pick up here in the next area we need to learn about. I think that is number 20. Oh, no, number 19. We'll start with 19. All right, you remember... A crown is waiting for you. We need you down here. A lot of work to do. A lot of billions and billions and billions of people to reach it with his love. Bye.